the me and these two jerks podcast they're idiots they're idiots with microphones i don't know how that happened all right welcome back me and these two jerks uh, brought to you by our friends at prelude web and marketing go to our website me and these two jerks.com uh, you can see all of our episodes there and of course also where any other uh podcast is available and uh gentlemen welcome back it's uh it's been about a week since we've uh recorded anything and how is everybody adjusting to going back to work? I guess it only counts for one of us, right? Yeah, I've been working full. Yeah, I must say I have not taken any time off. Jamie, however, you worked from home for a little while, but you said you've been back to the office. How has that adjustment been for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was good. You know what? Uh, I think what maybe the adjustment was is that my I think what I was doing changed a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know, Um being uh, working from home and the way we were, you know, the way we were just organizing our business. Um, so I don't think working from home versus working in the office was that different. It was, you know, being being closed and quarantined and whatnot just changed what I was doing. That was a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of adjustment. But, you know, we'll, we'll overcome and all that stuff. Let's be real. The biggest adjustment for you is that you actually had to put pants on to go to the office. You couldn't just... You know. No, the biggest adjustment is that I don't just have food in the kitchen all the time. Like I had to go back. That probably was the biggest adjustment was as I was leaving that first and second day, right. I was like, ah, I got to I got to take food with me. You know, <laughs> you uh, can't I just run the kitchen. Of course, I'm, I'm used to pre three months ago. I can bring you a snack machine. Yeah, there you go. We got the guy. I'm hook sure up. that you could want to pay for that. Well, you got to remember, Kyle, he is a cheap ass. <laughs> is there, are there coupon codes for that? We do have coupons. Oh, you do? I did not know that about the vending machine world. So I asked that question to ask you this question. What the hell is going on in the professional sports world that these fools can't figure out a way to go back to work if the normal person can? And Kyle, I, I go back to a rant that I saw on your Facebook page the other day to bring this up that you think the commissioner of Major League Baseball is horrible at his job. Well, yeah. I mean, it goes back even before pre-COVID. There's several situations where he's not done well. Um, you know, for example, you know, MLB blackouts have been a problem for probably the last decade where fans, if you don't live in their market, you can't watch their games unless you pay for this massive package. And even then, there's games that are blacked out. It's like they don't want their fans to have access to the games. They don't let you put uh, GIFs or memes on Twitter, they tell that content is exclusive rights and they get, you know, your your Twitter account suspended. There's a lot of things they, they are not doing for the younger generations of fans. And this is another prime. They have a great opportunity now to get out and, and get back and play sports and, and, and get some games going. And they can't agree financially. And I guess it makes a little bit of sense where um, the gate revenue is a big part of baseball. They're not the NFL. They don't get NFL TV money. They get good TV money. Uh, but they don't get the NFL TV money, mm-hmm. and so they do. They do need to have paying fans. Um, it's just the, the fact that they can't uh, figure out some kind of a compromise, and it, it looks on the outside in that it's more of the commissioner and owner's fault than it is the player's fault, at least in my opinion. So, did I or did I not read somewhere from a couple of players over the last couple of months that it was proposed that they go back and play for a? I, I, I don't know prorated is the right word or a, a percentage of their salary since they're not playing a full hundred and however many game season 
And some of these players have gone on record as saying, well, I don't want to play if I'm only going to make, you know, 75% of my $30 million contract. I find it. And I had this debate the other day as well, you know, with some other people and I got the point they were trying to say where if you're accustomed to making X amount of dollars, you live that lifestyle. Yeah, I get it. But in a situation like this, if you're making $30 million and then there's 30 million people that are out of work in this country, I think a lot of people have a hard time having sympathy for those uh, professional athletes. Am I right or am I wrong? Yes, except I'm a big believer in decisions are all made relative to the time and space in which they're made. So, you know, some to some degree, it is a little bit of vacuum. The baseball thing, it's a horrible look and they should look uh, they should pay attention to that to help make some of these decisions. But if you just look at it from within, I think they think, hold on, you you want me to play, you know, at the time it was like three fourths of a season or whatever, but you only want to pay me like half as much. But yet all the owners still got all their yachts and, you know, they're still, they're still making all their money. Um, TV. I was under the, uh, the, uh, perception that TV money in baseball was actually pretty big, maybe not NFL big, but right. especially the, the markets, um, the, uh, the, the for the marquee teams. Well. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Cardinal fan, which is a smaller market, but the TV money for the Cardinals, like basically pays for a whole bunch of crap. That's at least the impression that I was. Oh, it's good money. So it's big. just, it's not the NFL. It's, you know, the Major League Baseball relies more on gate attendance than like the NFL would. I mean, I can understand it's that. 16 games to 162 games. I think the problem, if we could, if we could go back to like, you know, like one of our businesses, if you knew business was down where you worked, if you knew it was COVID, if you knew that, you know, there was just some reason that business was down. And they came and they said, you know, hey, it's not going to be a good month where you're, I don't know, whatever, pay cuts, furloughs, whatever. And you know that it's just a dire situation. I feel like all three of us would, you know, we can understand, you know, nobody's making money. We'll do the best we can to try to get through. But if they come to you and they say, hey, uh, it's a dire situation, it's really bad while they're, you know, high on the hog, so to speak, then that doesn't sit well, even even in a normal job. Mm hmm. You know, right? Well, I think the baseball problem is the players agreed to to play at a prorated salary, and they agreed that baseball could set how many games. The problem is, is now the owners want to pay a percentage of that prorated salary, and they only want to play about forty to fifty games. So the obligation to players is far less. So at that point, is it worth it for players? Because they're going to have to quarantine from their families. They're going to have to go under a lot of testing. I'm sure it's going to be uh, a real difficult scenario. And, you know, you're talking about players that, for baseball, unlike football, you've got players that are coming in from the Dominican. Um, you know, you're getting some some Asian players coming over now and playing now that, that you know, it's going to be difficult for those folks as well to just to, to pass all the tests to get back to the country. And so they want to make sure that they're doing it and they're getting compensated for it. And, it, you know, I read an article today. It would cost each team about $10 million more than they initially thought to do their original deal in March on a prorated salary and, and play maybe 70 games. So if you're talking 30 of the richest people in the country can't chip in another $10 million for baseball, that's kind of where we are right now. I think baseball – who has been, and, and this is coming from a guy that is not a huge baseball fan. 
but baseball has seen a decline over the last couple of years as far as being quote unquote uh, the national pastime. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but see right now the demand is huge. Exactly. Example, I, I, I've got the TV guide right now to the sports channels. Here's classic college baseball. Here's um, NBA 2K League. So it's uh, people the playing. TV guide? It's the uh, best <laughs> of boxing. Do you have uh, soap, Survivor soap Digest too? The movie Little Big League. A Dolphins and Browns game from 2019. Ugh. And classic bowling is on right now. <laughs> but Kyle, you. Hang on. Hang on. Somebody put a Browns game on a classic. I get that we're starved. Like That should tell you right there. We're starved. We're watching the Browns on replay. But Kyle, you, is, you just made my point. $10 million per team they need just by expanding their distribution of their games just a little bit right now because these networks will pay for it. Right. But I think the public, though, is starved for some sort of sport. Now, I said that baseball has been on a decline. It seems to me that really the only professional sport that hasn't seen a decline over the last couple of years is football. You've seen I think it has declined a little bit, but not like I think the rest have. Baseball's been on a, a decline. Um, you know, I'm a big a lot auto, of generalizations, Eric. I'm a big auto racing fan. NASCAR has been on a decline. However, I think NASCAR was able to grasp that um, opportunity and they got back on the racetrack and now they've seen record TV ratings. Absolutely. The first one back is the winner. Right. So to speak. I mean, even golf. Golf had the what Tom Brady and and Peyton Manning like a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Like Every sports fan's eyeballs were glued to that. It's so, the only thing to watch. So I think Major League Baseball could kind of try and get you know back on the upswing through this deal if they would just get back and play. And I think they're going to get so late in the season. Is it even worth it? I agree with that. I think the NBA's plan is a little bit crazy as well because they're going to like come back by the end of what is it like July or August, play a handful of games, get into the playoffs in the season around December, take like three weeks off and then start again. It's almost to the point to where is it time to just put the 2019, 2020 season in the, in the, in the record books as being effed up and then focus on the next season. I'm not sure. If they got a deal signed and did a two to three week spring training, they could easily do around 75 games. I would think and do, do playoffs and, and be okay. Um, football, I think, is going to be much more difficult than baseball to get restarted. I, if I was the NFL right now, I, you know, NFL can push back. I think the months, NFL will start on time. I don't think it will. I think um, you already seen reports they got this week. There's several like Houston Texans and Dallas Cowboys players that have uh, gotten COVID just while training. You know, football. The lock. I've been, I've been in an NFL locker rooms covering uh, when I covered the Colts and. I mean, they're tight. There's just no way you can social distance in the locker room. Uh, you're talking guys that are tackling. It's a contact sport. Um, it's going to be far more difficult than baseball to uh, manage that. And uh, I can force in the NFL, for example, you know, teams don't carry more than two quarterbacks. So what if a quarterback gets COVID? And, and that, that quarterback's means, been in that quarterback yeah. room with the other quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball is a little bit different where – they don't have team meetings and things like that. I, I really think baseball has a chance to steal the fall schedule if they get going right now. But um, I, I don't I football, you know, baseball you have to wrap it up by October because it's an outdoor sport. Um that you can't play when it's super cold or snowy why or, not? or wet. 
You play you football in the play. snow. Why can't you play baseball in the snow? You can't play baseball in the snow. I may watch it if it, if you were playing baseball in the snow. That may be a hell of a lot more entertaining. You'd probably watch baseball if it was on right now. I probably yeah. would. Because probably I think we would. are starved for sporting entertainment. I just, I, I guess I don't understand what, but okay, hang on. Let me back up a minute because I was going to make this point too. You were talking about football and they're in the team meetings and things like that. But I think you could also play yeah. the angle that baseball you're playing every day. So you're around your teammates just as much, just in a little bit yeah, different atmosphere. You can, you can space and you're not contact. Um, you're not in, in a close team meeting environment. You know, baseball's problem is, is they waited, you know, the classic negotiation thing where you wait until the absolute deadline to, to, to cut a deal Instead of planning and making a deal, they should have had a spring training deal in place by mid-May and know they're going to start by the end of June and they could be ready to go July 1. You know, like I said, football has the luxury where they can push back and it's not going to affect their game at all. They play games in the snow and the rain. You know, it might be a little bit colder in January or February in Lambeau Field, but they can still play the games because they've done it before. I still Uh, think. Baseball doesn't have that luxury. They know they didn't have that luxury. And they still have dragged this on. And if they don't get something done the next week, there won't be a season, in my opinion. I still think football will start on time. I could see them maybe doing something with the preseason and that maybe being canceled or I, I don't know what. Training camps may be a little bit different. I know they've already said that um, there's not going to be any traveling for training camps. Just go do your training camp thing at your um, your your practice facility, which I really never understood why you just did that to begin with. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I mean, if you, if if you're an NFL team and you've got 95 players in your in your training camp, which is what the number is, and you cut down to 53, you've got 35 to 40 guys you know is going to be on your team. Do you even throw them in the spring in the in the uh, preseason games? That's an interesting thought. Catch in the Rona? I don't think you do. Do you risk your franchise quarterback? Do you risk your stud running back, your wide receiver? You know, do, your do offensive you- lineman. Your linemen are going to be the ones that are most susceptible to it. You That's don't a good put point. Nelson out there in the preseason. Well, I would make the argument you don't put him out there anyway, just to keep him from getting hurt if this was a normal season. Because really, I think the NFL preseason is BS anyway. Um, but I understand why they do it. But I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I applaud, I think, uh, the NASCAR guys, the golf uh, association, and uh, I think MMA's come back too, right? Didn't, I don't really follow that, but I thought I read somewhere that, that MMA came back. So, you know, some people are figuring it out. What's taking so long for a couple of the other major sports to figure it out? Money, money, money. Yeah, it's I mean, baseball what, has kind of a history of screwing it up. So, yeah. yeah. Look at how many well, strikes also, they've had. You've also got a team in Canada in baseball. Um, eh? And right now you can't travel between the U.S. and Canada. So that's an issue. They've got to find a place in the U.S. to play those games. Well, There's a I lot mean, of logistics that they have to work out. You guys are not are not fans, so you've left it out of this conversation. But you know, hockey's coming back. They got a plan. Yeah. Actually, um, I don't mind hockey. And, I, and hockey, I mean, I think hockey has a a similar opportunity to what you're talking about with baseball. I mean, if you actually watch hockey and understand a little bit of it as you go, it, it's actually pretty cool. It is so um, fast paced. That's what I like about it incredibly fast paced they hit each other so you got that that piece of uh of football and they don't like each other like <laughs> no they um, don't i mean they they have nothing you know there's no love loss there um and so i think it's got an opportunity to uh you know to own to be the the only thing that's on say uh, a thursday night mm-hmm. um um 
and they they were able to get their act together. They also have a uh, you know a little bit of tendency to to uh, at least their commissioner is not well liked, but they seem to to pull it off. I don't know. I will say this though, from a an avid sports guy, I am a big baseball guy. Uh, I've become a big hockey guy over the last couple of years. Um, huge college basketball when they canceled the NCAA tournament. Like I was crushed. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was in mourning really for a couple of weeks. I just kept checking Twitter back in March thinking they're going to, they're going to figure something out, right? Wrong. Um, <laughs> wrong. Um, but you know what I, what I figured out here we are mid June and it's like, I would like it to come back, but at the same time, I'm not really missing it. Um, if it was there, if it was happening, I would be on my phone checking it or I'd be sitting watching it or I'd right. be saying something like, Hey, the game comes on at eight. I wanted to, you know, let's get the lawn done so I can get in there and watch it. But because it's not like, to some degree, I'm not missing it, and I'm just doing other things in my life, which I think is the real issue for baseball or football or anybody else. You know, you went from people like me going, I'm watching every damn game, to, yeah. And if you don't come back real quick, I think there's going to be a whole lot of, yeah. I think you're going to see some of that. A whole lot of insane pools. Yeah. I think betting is going to be way up when it comes back. Love it or list it. Great show. However, HGTV. Oh, sorry. I thought he was talking about like betting pools. No. no anyway, no. that's where my Chomp mind was right now. Um, I think, Jamie, you're right in a way, but I think this is an opportunity, always. though, for. Yeah, I know you think you're always right. I, I yeah. think this is an opportunity for all the major sports to maybe have a chance to get some new eyeballs on their product as well. So I totally agree, especially if you're first or second. Right. Um, I, and I also think, and I think you saw this with NASCAR, they are experimenting with other ways to implement their sport. You know, it's, it's turned into a, we're going to draw to where you start. You're going to show up, you're going to throw your cars in the track and you're going to race. There's no practice, no qualifying, no anything. You, you, you run what you brung and that's the deal. So they're, 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 and they're doing midweek races and things like that. So they're kind of reinventing their sport a little bit and doing things differently than they always have. So could we see maybe the NBA try something new? Major League Baseball try something new. Pass the ball. Yeah. NHL. Well, there you go. NHL try something different Not to, to attract. Well, they got to get on LeBron for that, but to try and attract new eyeballs to their, to their sport. Absolutely. I mean, it's an opportunity. Certainly. But uh, I don't know. Like you said, whoever fir- is first is going to win. I don't know if you can really put um, NASCAR into that um, into that kind of realm. I think when you talk about the stick and ball sports, whoever is first back to playing is going to, I think, see a great return on their. I don't know if investment's the right word, but I think they're going to see. I think they're going to they're going to see something impressive that they haven't seen in a long time. Whoever can figure out how to get back to playing first. And I would actually you know, take football out of that just because it's a, you know, the quote unquote once a week sport. Um, it kind of carved out Sunday and Monday night. And I know it's, I know it bleeds into other days, but it's primarily Sunday. Um, I feel like it's, it's hockey, baseball and, and basketball that are going to play on Tuesday night, Wednesday night and Thursday night. Um, that's how they're going to suck you in that you just, you know, it's so riveting between these two teams in the playoffs or whatever. And I can't wait till Wednesday night to watch that game. Right. Um, and I know what NBA's they're they're trying they're they're like going to have one centralized location that's not going to be World is what I hear yeah somewhere in Florida it's not going to be at all the home arenas so I think that's going to be an interesting take. Um, Can your wife get us tickets? Maybe never know. 
And uh, I mean, that is a good point with the whole thing. I mean, hockey's doing it in two two cities, so mm-hmm. they're going to put half their teams in one city and half of them in the other city, and that's how they're going to play all their their games. Um, the other dynamic that we're talking about, and maybe this is the reason to just you know can the seasons like we we mentioned earlier, is that I mean the seasons are going to be short. They're in a couple of cases they're going to butt up with the beginnings of next season, which is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even in baseball where it's not going to butt up. You're still going, all right, so 75 games season or, or whatever, and we're going to crown the World Series. Like, doesn't it feel cheap to some degree? You know, for me on the baseball side of things, being not a huge baseball fan, because personally, I just think there's too damn much of it. And, sure. and there are a lot, a lot of people like that. And it's 162 games or something like that. So if you lose, you know, 30 of those games, does it really matter? Do those 30 games really matter? Because you're still going to, you know. Um, I know you, you you will probably lose more than that. I don't know what a good record in baseball is. Isn't isn't winning a hundred games a big deal in baseball? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it may attract me a little bit more to baseball because of that. Because I've said about football for the longest time, they've got the supply and demand thing down perfectly because their supply is just enough that it leaves the consumer and the fan wanting more. So could baseball see that too? Okay, but I I, I don't disagree with that. But the idea that you are um you know, you're playing a short season, which is in for the baseball people. That's one of the issues with with the playoffs and especially that first series, which is short, is that it's it, it's makeup is just different than than the, the long haul, the marathon of the of the season, the way that you, you know, it'd be like the NFL having a 60 minute games. And then all of a sudden in the, you know, in the playoffs, deciding that they're going to have 45 minute games and change a couple of the rules. And you're like, well, that's not really how we got here. Right. Um, so I, I think that is this idea that you could just get hot at the end in baseball has become a thing in the last 20 years. And I could see that really happening this year, but hockey and, and I think even primarily basketball where you could get a shortened season, a team getting hot, somebody even like the Pacers getting a, an injured player back and having extra time to rehab. And then you're playing in, in what's going to feel like a high school gym with no fans. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not even sure it's any one thing. It's just all of those things cumulatively, like, is it going to feel weird? Is it going to feel weird? Like, I mean, if the Pacers, if the Pacers pulled off the NBA championship, let's go down that road just for fun, pulled off the NBA championship, but they did it in the Disney sports center at, at the Walt Disney world resort. And there were 50 people in the arena. Here's the after thing a, after a 50 games season or however they're going to do it. Like, isn't that just going to feel weird? So I think what's going to happen is anybody that wins a, a championship this year, Maybe not football because we're the jury's still out on how the football season is going to play out. But anybody who wins a championship this year in, in hockey and in baseball and in, in NBA or whatever, is that going to have an asterisk next to it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you won. Point. You won it. But so the Pacers who have never won an NBA championship, do you want them to win it this year? Do you want that to happen? So if your favorite Better than team not winning it still true, but do you want to be that that uh, listen to those? you know, anti fans or whatever and go, Just give it to somebody else, you know, and go, well, I yeah, mean, the Pacers won the championship in 2020, but it was only a, a 40 game season. So there's that asterisk next to it. They didn't really win at all. I mean, Kyle's right. You'd rather have it than not have it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think unless it's a team that has won recently and still has a core of those players. So in baseball, if Washington should happen to win again, or if Houston should happen to seal their way to another title, um, <laughs> then, then I think you, you maybe don't have the asterisk as much because those teams are already elevated to like, you know, that kind of level mm-hmm. golden state in theory, um, uh, you know, or, or maybe the Lakers, somebody that we thought, uh, yeah, they were already really good, but if but the New York Knicks yeah. get on, get on fire, 
who have been yes. horrible for 15 years, it does that cheapen the championship? Even somebody that's like the sixth seed, right? Um, you know, I think absolutely they're like, hang on, you know, Atlanta got hot at the right time and and won the won the title. Even more so, people already say that kind of thing. Um, but then even more so in this, like, you know, we're going to play 30 pickup games in a high school gym and give somebody the Larry O'Brien trophy. So okay. you're getting hot statement you just made. That goes back to what I like about football versus baseball and even an 82 game NBA season or 80 whatever game it is. Um, every game in the NFL season means something. Every game in the college football season means something. You lose one, you could potentially be out of the playoffs. Whereas you can't, I mean, you can to an extent, but I don't think you can to the extent you can in baseball and basketball where you can get hot in the last quarter of the season and then maybe partly that into a championship. Uh, uh, did you not see the Tennessee the Giants? Titans? The what? Tennessee Titans were your perennial 500 team and all of a sudden they had took a very weak last four games of schedule of the season, got hot. And made it to the AFC Championship game, but it's not as prevalent. Those this things year, don't happen as gonna, much as football. They're going to come out this year and go six and ten with the same roster. I Maybe. would have agreed with you fifteen years ago, but the NFL has been doing that more and more. The Giants won at least one of their Super Bowls after sneaking into the playoffs and Didn't, getting hot at the right time. I, I guess. Well, in injuries in NFL toward the end of the season, take a big toll. On True. That I mean, heck, the the year the Colts won, I think we all think that was the the worst Colts team in that. You know, in that cluster of seasons, didn't we have to get in um, through the wild card? I mean, no, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how they got in, but I remember Maurice Jones Drew ran for 400 yards on him about a month before yeah. the playoffs, and I thought, oh my god, here we go. You know, they won um, the division. They only lost two games that season. It was awful. I mean, they were awful toward the end of the season. Do we um, rest players though? Did they did they sit Peyton or whatnot I mean, I for feel those like games? Bob Sanders was injured because he always was. Well, that goes without saying. And played really yeah, well. He played um, really well. Now, I remember that, that means, Super Bowl. They weren't sure if uh, there there were several players that were like game time decisions for that game. And they the weather wasn't great, but they balled out and won. I mean, I was there. on, on one the hand, rain. I like purple rain at halftime. On one hand, I appreciate the getting hot idea because um, it's kind of fun, and on the other hand, it's kind of annoying. I mean, and I think honestly, I think we're seeing it in all sports. I think there's enough to use that word parody. Um, I think we're seeing it in all sports. NCAA basketball has been like that, you know, the last couple of years. Um, you know, teams that are the three and four seed just just get hot and blow their way through the final four and win the whole damn thing. Um, and I know is that it cool is it not cool? I don't know. And I know that I am uh, the lone wolf here because you guys are not auto racing fans like I am. But when NASCAR instituted their version of the playoffs, fans of the traditional way of determining the champion said the same stuff. I mean, in 2011, I think was the year Tony Stewart snuck his way into the chase, won five of the 10 races and won the championship, but barely got in. So I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Eric said NASCAR, take a drink. I thought Jimmy Johnson won every year. Not every year. Most of them in the last couple of decades, but not every year. Huh? I know mind blowing, but, uh, interesting debate though. Interesting debate. I think, um, as much as the three of us have in common with our sports fandom, I think we've learned that there is a lot of differences there as well. So, you know, at least, uh, Jamie, you have seen your team win a World Series in your lifetime. I don't think Kyle can say that. Yeah, Kyle was probably four or something when he saw his team win the World Series. I was seven. Seven, seven okay. okay. Seven. Yeah, we. Yeah, my team's won a couple. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. 
I mean, it took a while to get there, but you know, there's been some good stretches. Um, all right. Anything else to add to our, uh, our sports debate here? Are you just ready for the shit to get back to normal and these, these players to get back out there and play, right? Is that just what we want? Yes. Okay. I am. Although I, I think more and more I'm ready to just cancel the rest of the year. Not the NFL. Cause I think you're right that it's, you know, it's far, far enough, enough out. We can figure whatever. this out. You could figure that out. But, um, I know hockey's coming back and I'm, I'm a little excited, but I think it's going to be weird. Um, NBA is coming back, right? And, I mean, yes, they got that figured out. They've got their own issues. And then, and then of course, baseball, there's part of me that thinks, you know, just write this one off. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, at this point, and then when do we ever get back to the normal scheduling? Are you always going to be buttoning these seasons up to try and keep up with it? Or the NBA wanted to push their season. Anyway, one of their ideas was to push it to to a Christmas start. So to me, this is the perfect opportunity to, to do that. See, I think um, that's another terrible idea. One of the things that's crazy to me is the fact that in the NBA season, we're uh, and for, for two of the major the sport leagues that we're still playing basketball and hockey in June. That blows my well, mind. So NBA is going to take advantage of the NFL offseason. True. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, the eyeballs. All right. Let's just, news, don't we? let's just get back to playing sports. All right. Yeah. Kyle came up with this crazy idea and we're still putting the, um, we're still putting it all together, but we're going to kind of take a little spin um, from our uh, newspaper friends that have done a, a Reader's Choice Awards for the last several years. Right, Kyle? Yep. And uh, you came up with a name for it. The Hodies. So we're going to try and put this together. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to the ask Hodies. you for your favorite restaurant. We're going to try and be a little bit more lighthearted about it. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, we, we want to uh, highlight just little nooks and crannies of of Terre Haute that don't get the, the admiration they so rightfully deserve. <laughs> so some of the ideas that we have tossed around uh, already have been things like, hang on, let me uh, let me pull this back up. We have been we, we are we are considering things like the cleanest public restroom, mm-hmm. uh, the mess, the best maintained railroad crossing in town. Uh, could be asking for your votes for the best roundabout. Um, maybe let's see what, what were the other ideas we came up with, Kyle? The uh, best pothole. The best pothole. Okay. <laughs> so you know we're kind of just throwing some ideas out there. Be watching our website uh, in the next week or two. Uh, me and these two jerks dot com. Uh, the road most likely ways. to get cut off on. Can I, do the, <laughs> can I do the live announce for the uh, for the hoodies for the for the uh, award winning? Yes. Yeah. You never know. This could be a big deal, guys. It, it could be a thing. It could be a big thing. But uh, if you want to sponsor the Hodies, yeah, you reach out to Jamie. Yet. Yeah, but Jamie is our advertising director. You can uh, reach right, out yeah. to him. Welcome back to the Hodies. <laughs> For best straw, please welcome to the stage, Eric. <laughs> well, I can you tell know, you who did, will not win best straw. We some of our friends from the past to uh, present the categories, too. Oh, really? Great. We'll have to think about this, but uh, watch for that to pop up on our website in the next uh, week or two. Me and these two jerks dot com, which is uh, being designed by Prelude Web and Marketing. Uh, You can find those links at our website as well to hook up with those guys. But uh, the Hodies watch for that soon. And then maybe, guys, we can um, get back to playing hockey or baseball or basketball. If the sports leagues come back, I'm going to stop talking to you guys. You'll just be too damn busy. busy. Maybe busy. (laughs) 